Welcome back to Bottled Water, everybody. We are here for the ninth episode, I think. Yeah, nine sounds good. It's a nice round number. And today I have got Big Willie here. And so you know what that means. It is the Battle of the Beards. Battle of the Beards. What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Never, never a battle of the beards. We were a brotherhood. It we is are. a band of bearded brothers. We, yes. we, we, we might... In the backgrounds, let them know we argue about who's got the better beard. But on the front lines, we're united as beards, right? That's... I, I think we can safely say we have the best beards between the two of us as far as the UFO community goes. Because nobody can stand up for themselves right now. <laughs> Sometimes. You know, Joe? Joe from UFO Garage. You get him going? Yeah. The man's a libertarian at heart. I'm just saying. He's, he's, a, he's got a solid hair beard combo. He's, he's got a solid beard. But you're you're not right. The feelings are a little sensitive sometimes out there. So it's always interesting to see how that's going to work out. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, for those who don't know who you are, why there's somebody named Big Willie on the show. <laughs> And uh, for the two or three people who listen to this on Spotify and my RSS feed. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, far as, well, let's start with the name, I guess, right? Let's get that out of the way. Because everybody always starts with that. They're like, okay, Big Willie. First of all, I did not pick that name for myself. I feel like that'd be the most conceited <laughs> name to ever just like come in and be like, yeah, uh, you will refer to me as Big Willie. That's a very yeah. weird thing to do. But what happened was total accident. I, um, believe it or not, this is, this is nerdy for sure, but, like, I was playing, um, oh, what do you call it, like, D&D, &D, and uh -huh. I had to cover for our, uh, the dungeon master the one night, and I just put it down, instead of being Willie, I just put it down as Big Willie, because I was in charge that night, Yeah. and, uh, it just, I forgot to take it back off when doing another show one time, <laughs> and somebody was like, Big Willie, and then it just started, like, steamrolling, people started calling me Big Willie, and I was like, I think I'm onto something here, so I just left it. But that's how that whole thing started. I definitely not a name I picked for myself, and it just it stuck. But uh, I, I'm having a good time with it, and it's been awesome. different because right about the time it happened, I I had a show I was doing with my brother, and uh -huh. I loved it. It was Band of Bearded Brothers, and or B O B B for short. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of like our thing. We were the the Band of Bearded Brothers, so I didn't really have an individual personality, as it were, necessarily on YouTube at all we were strictly doing podcast format we had just started dabbling our toe into some of the youtube stuff but mm -hmm. Streamyard changed the game for everybody i mean oh, across yeah. the board it's really helped anybody basically if you're a listener right now on uh you know spotify or anything don't forget first of all to rate and review this uh, podcast that'd be helpful that'd be great <laughs> yeah uh, but you can honestly get started and i gotta tell you man i'm watching even like the mainstream media like the news Mm -hmm. doing their like their broadcast sometimes and i'm like yeah. we're keeping up with that like they're 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 right the same level i feel yeah. like you know it's, it's kind of crazy when you when you see that and then you look at the ufo community the amount of views and the way that it's growing it's like oh sweet we're we're starting to really gain steam and very true up faster and faster that is so, true so now you do uh UFO Garage, correct? I do. Yeah, yeah. Ben and Joe, um, but they'd always kept up with the Band of Reader Brothers, and uh, they kind of noticed we were having issues being able to keep up with our shows, and I was like, hey, we really like the work you're doing. We think you'd be a great little addition to the show, and I was very honored. I was like, heck yeah. 
So I started doing a little uh, show for them now on Fridays, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern to midnight before the Spaced Out Radio stuff. And uh, from that, led over into actually that, too, with the Spaced Out Radio. I, I run a little uh, show on the after hours with um, Gemma Jade, Thin Lizzy Borden, and uh, John Hudson. And we just share, like, just unique stories. I, I think some people are a little taken back by it. Spaced Out Radio has a reputation of being very uh, professional, and they are. And I'm not yeah. saying we're not professional, but <laughs> we're bringing a much more lighthearted kind of approach to these stories, and we're not getting as intricate and as detailed as what I even normally like to get. Mm-hmm. It's just enough to get people hungry. You're like, you go find this story for yourself. You know, go find the truth of why you're going to believe it or not believe it. Yeah. So those are the two places that I hang out, and uh, yeah, that's honestly about it. I'm terrible at getting on Twitter, as you and I know. Dude, we've been. T- <laughs> I don't know how long did this even take to get set up. You think about it from the first time oh, we met. God. I think like last year. It probably was. It was, it was I, I think last it was year like sometime. Thanksgiving-ish, maybe, was like the, mm-hmm. maybe one of the first times we met. Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah, I'll hit you up on Twitter. And then <laughs> it was like every month, maybe one of us would respond or send something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah for, those, for those of you that don't know, I am horrible at responding to things on social media. And I actually just... Uh, keep forgetting that Instagram exists. Happens. So people message me on Instagram and like, it'll literally be like three months and I'll be like, let me go on here. Oh, <laughs> well, that was sent a while ago. Love it. What are you going to do? It's what happens sometimes. You know, you just forget things exist and people think you're an asshole because you not responding can happen for sure i mean i think people get like that anyways right like no matter who you are it seems like in life somebody's got something to say right and Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do you know yeah if uh if the person in the house that is watching this on the tv can turn the tv down that would be great (laughs) she's hearing it right now (laughs) I love it. So I can't, I can't hear it all, but I'm assuming you can hear something on your end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, I, didn't... I have like a delayed echo to myself, and only oh, I can hear that's it. And I'm like, I love it. Uh, Do you ever see that experiment where uh, they put headphones on people? <laughs> yes. <That's> good. <laughs> and <laughs> they put headphones on people, and it. They could hear themselves speak, but it was delayed by like half a second and mm. it would like trip you. What it does something to your brain where it stops you from like you can't say an entire sentence. It really does. And especially like I remember when we first started getting going with some of the podcasting stuff, my brother and I, we were in the same room, so we didn't have headsets. Well, we kind of had a headset, but it, the way we had it set up, it was, you know, we were hearing it in live time. Mm-hmm. And then we started doing this remote stuff. And yeah, you're not wrong, man. Like for whatever reason, sometimes we didn't realize you had to mute certain things or whatever. And you were just getting that delay or not yeah. hearing yourself. That also was like a little bit frustrating. You're like, it, for whatever reason, if you could hear the other person crystal clear, but you're not yourself. Mm-hmm. But I'll take not hearing myself over having that delay. Because having oh, the yeah. delay. Yeah. Have you, no ever, way. have you ever had the uh, the loop start going and then it's like it's uh like if you have a YouTube channel open, like for whatever reason, if I had the YouTube channel up right now, oh, did it mute it? Yeah, and then it starts oh, looping through. 
that is also really bad. You're talking about like we can like accidentally hear that back play or the back mm-hmm. end. Yeah, that is terrible. And um, I remember Gemma Jade for a little bit. I love her so much. This is so funny. She'll laugh hearing this. Uh, she at one point was on doing Discord, right? Or excuse me, yeah. Discord. She was on here doing uh, StreamYard and didn't know that for whatever reason we could watch each other on StreamYard. So she was watching on like YouTube <laughs> and we would say something to her or motions or something. We'd be like, like this, Gemma. And it would be like this sometimes 20, 30 second delay. And then she would just answer. Like we would just move on be like, well, I guess we're not going to answer. Right. And she would yeah. be like, oh yeah, no problem. She'd go to answer it. And we were like, what is going on? <laughs> we couldn't figure it out for a while. We finally told her like, Gemma, what are you do? How are you watching right now? Because this seems there's something up here. Um, but yeah, the whole, it's weird how it doesn't take much to mess with somebody. You know, mm. our perspective on things is so unique. So the whole having somebody mess with your audio or visual, I suppose, too, I've yeah. never really experienced that too much. But the audio aspect, its you wouldn't think it would get to you as much as it does, but it truly does. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it really messes with you. Which kind of leads into the UFO topic. Let's do it. Let's do it. So... Obviously, right now, the world is in a weird place. A little bit. A little bit, unfortunately. And I saw a lot of predictions where people were like, nothing's going to happen because the Greys are going to stop anything. Save us. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we're just going to send our TR-3Bs out there and we're going to stop it with our recovered alien tech. And I'm like, mm, how's that yeah. going? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, someone was talking about this the other day. Uh, you, you know Bree and Jamie, right? From the one yeah. time I was talking about it. So they, they actually were briefly hitting on it with um, Spooky was on there with them. And there was another setting they were doing. I can't remember the panel they had on. But they were saying there's this weird... Um, consensus sometimes in the the ufo community where it's like there's a i don't want to say like daddy issues but kind of like the sky daddy's gonna save us you know basically like we're waiting on that to happen and i to first of all any opinions i express today on the show are like they're, they're so, solely mine they don't represent yeah. ben and joe or ufo garage as a whole or space outright any of that jazz this is just mm-hmm. you know my opinions or thoughts on things but i have to say i think if there is something definitely observing us and has been for a very long time I, I would, if we're taking even the closest human approach, which I never like doing because it's such a human approach, but if we approach it the way we do animals in the wild, we don't really get involved until there's an extinction kind of setup. Until they're on the brink of extinction, then we really start to get involved with either the breeding process or their mm-hmm. migration, any of that. But far as scraps that take place between people or between the animals and the animal kingdom, we're not really allowed to get involved with that. If no, anything, we record it. We put it in National Geographic for us to like, to watch later on. Like, dang, look at that bird. It just got taken out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, do you ever see that video of the, I think it's, is it a mountain lion? Yeah, it's a mountain lion. And I think it's a, some kind of a gazelle or a deer. Not a, it couldn't be a gazelle, but it's a type of deer. Mm-hmm. I believe it was a mountain lion. And it's going down the hill, right? And this mountain lion just jumps on this thing. And, dude, they tumble down oh, this yeah, hill. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, dude, they had to have fell 150 feet, it seemed like. I mean, this video goes for a while. It just got up and was just like. Yeah. 
Dude, I, if, I fall five, if I fall from standing position to the floor, I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need just a moment to be like, let me take a moment, let me breathe, let me take in everything, see if we can, <laughs> if I'm going to survive this. I got to see what I just broke. Exactly. But yeah, I, I kind of interrupted you. I apologize. Going back to what you were saying as far as the, uh, the greys getting involved or anything, mm-hmm. maybe they would, but I kind of had the feeling that it'd be very close to... Unless we're at damaging maybe other entities, if there are other entities, and I I don't 100% know your opinion on this yet, mm-hmm. so I guess we'll get to do that today, we'll just chat about it, but if there are other species on this earth besides humans, yeah, which a lot of people subscribe to that idea, and I'm saying even things like different plant life, I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily saying this, which I think certain plants are sentient in their own right, it's just because we can't communicate with them that we assume that they're not an intelligent Right, but they species. can communicate with each other through roots. Exactly. Their root system. And they can share nutrients and everything, so. Very, very true. And I think that, we know. I think if we were just going to wipe that out, mm-hmm. then I could see something getting involved to go, well, hang on a second here. And that could be something I could see taking place. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel that we have to learn to walk on our own two feet. And yeah. um, I don't know, kind of, oh, I didn't even look at the chat. Yeah, the uh, you know, Sky Daddy's from now on. Yeah, yeah, Sky Daddy might not always yeah. be there. Yeah, I think we should call them Sky Daddies. Sky Daddies. <gasps> I mean, then, <laughs> it's the way to do it. If I'm uh, ever, if for, if for some reason I am ever on like, CNN or MSNBC and they're just interviewing me about ufos if for some reason it gets that bad for them so it might be cnn first but if they ever are just like we have to have that bottled water guy on i'm just gonna call them sky daddies without smirking or skipping a beat and i'm just gonna be like yeah well you know we don't know what the sky daddies are thinking (laughs) just (laughs) because the blank look on their face is gonna be like what the hell are sky daddies and then i'll just completely ignore it you know what they are Call them SDs. You know, go with the acronym first. Yeah. So then, you, then it sounds. Anytime anything just turned into an acronym, we're like, well, I guess it's smart. You know, if you're like, well, the SDs. Depending on what the SDs are going to do here, and then people are like, well, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So. The SDs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the SDs. And just like nodding their head. Yeah. Yeah. Those the. And then you Where's... plug it at the very end, like as you're leaving. So you agree? Yeah. Yes. This guy, daddies. <laughs> we'll decide what we're going to do. The Sky Daddies, they know what we're doing. Oh, man. See you later. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny, the perspective of uh, the community. We were just actually hanging out with Josh and Artemis. They were on last night. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. And we were talking about the community as a whole and how it's so diverse. And we have so many um, personalities. And mm-hmm. even with us kind of finding our rhythms, it's it's going to ever be evolving. I don't think it'll ever be this thing that's just stagnant and clearly it shouldn't be because it'd be dead but uh it is pretty interesting how some people get very upset like i know there's certain places i can't go and i try to be respectful but i can't go in and say sky daddies like i'm not allowed to go (laughs) i can't go on there and be like hey guys let's get real let's talk about sky daddy right now right it's it's just not gonna fly but you know I feel like I was able to do that here, and obviously, yeah, uh, you you were receptive of that. So. Oh yeah, no, there's like no limits on anything in this show. Love it, uh. but you know, I think going back to, I think it's possible there might be 
other what we would consider intelligent life around us and maybe we just can't see them or interact with them i i have a theory that there's just a areas of on earth where like reality is a thinner membrane and things from other universes or the multiverse are kind of accidentally accidentally wiggling through every now and again yeah yeah i love that i mean let, let's hit on that a little bit far as i mean clearly like where's the first place you go to in your opinion that if we're going to talk about that like where, where in your opinion where's the main place you'd have to say you see that taking place skinwalker ranch right i mean yeah it's the we have to we have to talk about, i mean that's the only way right i mean the skinwalker <laughs> yeah. ranch is man now did you i can't remember clearly did you say you've had an invite or you've been close to possibly getting an invite to go there? No, I have talked to Brandon on the That's phone right. and, and a few other times. Still trying to get him on the show, but, you know, schedules. Yeah, very true. I like how the uh, Josh, I'm not sure who, if it, wait, by the way, who is it when it says the Josh Artemis show? Are we getting Artemis? Are we getting Josh? Or well, one I don't same? think Josh was mobbing all day. That, all that, oh yeah, you know what? I just read that. Yeah. I yeah I I've got my coffee right now. Gotta tell you what, but I just like the comment there. Sugar daddies. Hey, couldn't we all use a sugar daddy though? Right. Right. Like Is it a just, sugar daddy or we can't? Well, how's the same? Yeah. Sugar yeah. daddies. Fine. Sugar daddy. We'll leave it at sugar daddies. <laughs> no further than that. That's just too <laughs> no, far. We don't want to make any assumptions though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Skinwalker Ranch stuff. I know my, I used to irritate my brother so much when we would talk because he's very um, very analytical, very ones and twos and numbers, and uh, that's the way he has things set up. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I would bring up a whole idea of like a thinning of the veil in certain places, he was just not, you know, his opinion was always, and to be fair, it took him two years, but he came around to the idea of, of the phenomenon or that yeah. there's possibly these other, you know, beings that are here. And uh, he used to always say, if I can't feel, touch it, or see it, then I just, quite frankly, don't know. And we're taking somebody at their word. Yeah. And that's, to be fair, I mean, that is true. We are kind of just taking somebody at their word. So I, I can't really fault him completely on that. But I, I, I think that with the amount of evidence that's been compiled, and I kind of think it's always been there, mm-hmm. it's very hard. We're, we're no longer the minority, in my opinion. There's a lot of science starting to be able to point to something factual you know well you know and to kind of counteract counter the if i can't hear it see it argument right Mm -hmm. how many people have seen say a great white shark in the wild very true not a video but actually seen one in person that is true. Uh, even, even like, yeah, even because you can't really go. I mean, I suppose there's certain. I've never seen one. Yeah. Like even going to like an amusement, like a, a, an aquarium or something. They normally don't have like the great white shark just chilling in their aquarium. Uh, so yeah, we're kind of definitely just taking their their opinion on that. But I suppose his rebuttal to that would be like, well, yeah, there's video of it. We know, like, scientists agree that there are great white there sharks. Great white so. Sharks. There must be green white sharks, I guess. Yeah. You know, when talking about like the thinning of the veil in Skinwalker Ranch, it just really seems like that's what's going on 
there with all the uh, strange electromagnetic field stuff that's going on. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I look at it and I'm like, well, you know, that kind of explains things like the big zombie dire wolf that mm. took a bunch of rounds from a 357 Magnum yeah. and the dinosaur beaver from uh, Skinwalkers at the uh, Pentagon book and like all the other weird stuff that they've seen. I don't think I knew about this. A dinosaur beaver? Yeah, it's it's what? like a beavery animal with like leathery skin. It doesn't have fur and it's like, I guess it gave uh, the person who witnessed it like some a really hard time to comprehend what they saw. Wow. I mean, to be fair, just a regular beaver, right? Especially when they come out of the water all wet and everything. They can be hard to recognize what you're looking at sometimes, too. And they're little angry critters sometimes, and they're chattering away. But, yeah, I never... I guess I had... To be fair, though, I haven't read the book yet, Mm -hmm. um, which I know that everybody was really ranting and raving about. uh, These that came out... It's been out for a couple months now, I guess. Yeah, it's been Uh, out for a little bit. mm Mm-hmm. But I do remember the specific instance with the with the the dire wolf situation. What was even more interesting about Mr. Crowley? What is shaking, brother? Oh, Obi, thank you for being here. So much beard. Obi's All the beards. <laughs> I love it. Um, what's interesting about that is when they were tracking it, the flesh that did fall off mm. then decomposed like really rapidly, yeah. which lends more credence to what you're saying, far as maybe because those molecules, for whatever reason. Once separated from its life force, couldn't exist in this realm, I guess, or this it could, could be vibrating at a different frequency than what we're vibrating at, and then those, true, and that could actually explain how these animals just like disappear. They just kind of yeah, because it just washed into exist. the water and was yeah. like, "Whoop, peace." <laughs> like we followed this wolf, and it just vapored away and I think, I, we're, I, I think we're i think we're onto something i think so too look out mr uh oh i almost said what's said robert bigelow you know that was that's ancient news <laughs> you no longer matter mr Bigelow. i'm just kidding <laughs> I, I you know i have such mixed feelings in it too people are saying oh he bought it you know maybe looking for some of the oil that was in that area mm-hmm. I, there's a lot that goes to it i have to say i think even though there might be some truth to that, I do think that Robert himself, as the man, has always been pretty curious. And he was very, very detailed, <clears throat> excuse me, in the people that he selected to be out there initially for the initial studies. Yeah. And he really vetted them out. Anybody who, like I was joking, we covered it the one time my brother and I, I was like, I wouldn't be on the team. I wouldn't have made the team because there was that chance that I'm already kind of a believer. My mm-hmm. brother probably would have made the team because he's the guy who's like, yeah, I'm here to disprove this. You know, I, I, yeah. and I respect him for that. I just think he genuinely has been a curious man all of his life. And he's clearly even beyond now continued other projects. So I don't think it was just for the, the oil. I think the oil wouldn't have hurt, but I don't think it was like the only reason that he went right. there, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess, uh, the phenomenon is cunning and baffling says Obi. Mm-hmm. I like your adjectives, cunning, baffling. Cunning. Look at those adjectives. So descriptive. I love that. (laughs) I also have this. um, That's like my main theory on Skinwalker Ranch. I also kind of want to believe that like in some other uh, version of reality in the multiverse, 
somebody did an experiment there and that like weakened the fabric of the multiverse mm. and they they've tried to set up like a containment around it but every now and again the wildlife that's native to their earth like sneaks in and walks through the weakened spot yeah could be plus you know you take into account actually i think when my brother and i covered this way back god we'd have so much to update now but we did an episode a long time ago covering um covering the skinwalker ranch and we the the conclusion when i was reading along the way i was like bro this feels like cabin in the woods you remember seeing yeah. that movie back in the day with channing yeah. tatum and all that because they were like talking about when she seen the guy she literally at one point basically sees a men in black encounter and he's in the camper, and he's writing on a, like, he's writing out paperwork, like, well, today we sent out, you know, this amount of orbs, and we did this, and he's just writing along, and they kept hearing, until the day, even Robert Bigelow and those that have taken over now, I am drawing a blank right now about the gentleman who owns it right now. You just said his name at the beginning of the show. Brandon Fugel. Thank you, Mr. Brandon Fugel there, or Mr. Fugel, um, have reported these, you know, sounds, the, the machinery moving under the earth. Mm -hmm. Uh uh, Will, you're going to laugh already? I'm not even trying. No, you got it, Mr. Crowley. Listen, here, <laughs> here you can really let go. You can really let go hard. You can't yes. crack me that easy. It's his goal every time to make me laugh. So, uh, But <laughs> I feel like that whole idea of something being under the ground, it, we could go one of two ways with it. Some have hypothesized that there's a, there's a craft that crashed down there, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. it's causing this extra energy in that area. Some have said there's the military underground tunnels and stuff. But if we go back and we look at the reports, this has been going on for decades, maybe even centuries. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think as much as I hate it, <laughs> I shouldn't say I hate it, as much as I, maybe it's not as fantastical. Some have said, you know, with the ley lines, maybe there is some titanic, tectonic plates that line up there that are mm. causing the, that sound, that shifting, which would create a lot of energy Maybe yep. we just don't understand the science behind that yet. I don't know, but uh, it's it's really fun to think about. I I think I'd be I'd be a little nervous to go there. Not necessarily in a terribly bad way, but I would be I'd be very respectful of it. I'll put it that way. I don't think I'd be walking in there like bring it on, do your worst. Like I'm pretty sure I'd be like, all right, I'm here. I'm willing to learn. You know, <laughs> like that's kind of the approach I think I would take if I went. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's the place where you kind of like walk under the under the property and just be like, some bitches. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That would probably not go very well. Uh, although it'd be like, it'd be a nice little TikTok Somebody could put out there if they're into that. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember I was so into TikTok up until, uh, Oh, I don't know. Maybe like spring of 2020 spring or summer 2020. I had like a goal. I hit my goal of like the followers or whatever, the, the people that <sighs> hang out. And then, I don't know, it just lost something. Once all that stuff came out about the information on it, which I think, like, we all know. I mean, come on, oh, yeah. this stuff's so back and forth. But yeah, I, 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 it's funny because I still reference it as if I still keep up with it consistently. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm glad I got off of it a little bit because I was so, this was when the pandemic stuff was going on. So I was just, at, we were all at home, right? But I was so, I felt so obligated to have to keep up with everybody every day that it was, it was like stressful, Trying to like keep up with uh, people that were just chatting or wanted to come hang out. Mr. Crowley says, I'm writing Big Willie on my UFO garage dick pillow I made just on the tip, though. Well, we've all seen your dick pillow, and it's a, it's a solid <laughs> choke. It's very, he's very thick, very, mm. very, uh, he's got girth, you know? 
You can purchase those. Yeah. Cool garage <laughs> podcast there. I love it. That's Father awesome. Michael, buy Father my book. Father Michael is here. Oh my gosh. Who's he's Oh no, remember we said we're we're united. Yeah. Father the beards Michael. are united. Exactly. Band of bearded brothers. Mm-hmm. Although there are some great beards out there in the community. Um you know, wasn't Jeremy Corbell? Didn't he go to the beard game for a little bit? Didn't he yeah, like really try? He... I think he still has it. Does he still have it going on? Lou, so. Lou's breaking out the beard game. He's trying mm-hmm. to break into that. I think they're recognizing something. They're like, there's something about this beard, you know. It's it's really good that people are no longer, you know, saying that I am Jeremy Corbell. Somebody was like, I thought you were Jeremy Corbell. Like, yeah, <laughs> you should have rolled with that. You should have just wrote in Jeremy. I am Jeremy Corbell as your username. <laughs> just be like, what do you mean? Of course I am. Do you know how long it takes to put these tattoos on to be Jeremy on other days? That's right. <laughs> uh, reincarnation of Jeremy Corbell. Uh, yeah, because I get, don't some people say too that uh, Ryan Sprague and him look alike? And I'm like, I don't know that I get that one. I think you look way more like Jeremy Corbell than Ryan Sprague does. That's probably why people say it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, when people said that Jeremy Sprague, or or, excuse me, uh, Ryan Sprague, I was like, I don't, I think that's a stretch. That's a stretch, guys. We're stretching at that point. We're looking for something there, and I don't think it's there. I love it. Yeah. I would rather people got me confused with Joe Rogan and, you oh. know, had 11 million viewers. <laughs> That's one that you want to get confused with. Oh, man. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Man, it's probably, we're probably going to get canceled. You're going to get canceled for bringing up his name on here. They're going to shut you down. Oh, no. allow that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Joe Rogan. Everybody knows the way to get canceled in UFO community is to say Bob Lazar was right. Oh, my gosh. People get so, you know, yeah. I th- I don't know, man. I, I people again. You know what I found? Okay, even when we're covering, and we've done this even with like the the after hours show over there at Space the Radio and stuff. Mm-hmm. When we're covering an account of anything or sharing a story, people argue the intricate details of yes. a said story or a said mm-hmm. experience. They'll get really hung up on those, and people make encampments and entrenchments, and like, well, oh, it was this or that. But at the end of the day, they all agree something happened, and it's like. Do yeah, you, I don't think you get to. Uh-huh. What's the old saying? Throwing out the uh, the baby with the bathwater kind of deal. Like mm-hmm. just because one thing is off, or there's a misunderstanding, especially when it comes to viewed things. Like I understand people are really big on observation, but again, we're talking about something. If it can indeed affect literally what you see individually per person, mm-hmm. then to me, what you saw visually doesn't necessarily. Sure, if you've seen the exact same thing I did. We're helping confirm or corroborate the story there, but yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that because we've seen something different. At the end of the day, we've all seen something, so something happened, and that well, should be the important thing, you know. If we took that stance on every single like UFO story or encounter or anything like that, we wouldn't believe any of it. Very true. That is true. <clears throat> there is no such thing as a story that doesn't develop inconsistencies. Yeah, especially over time, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, with the Bob Lazar thing, like I always hear, and again, I don't even know this story int- intimately enough to really give it a, 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 an educated opinion, but I'll give like an ignorant opinion on it. So the whole, you know, him basically being a pimp, you know, pimp daddy Lazar at one point kind of deal. Yeah. I, 
you know, if you dig into that stuff, it was like he rented out a building for somebody else who was conducting, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the story is twisted as, oh, no, Pimp Daddy Lazar was going hard in the streets with a fur coat. And it's like, (laughs) well, that's not really what was going down. Got baby powder, puts it on his hands. Backhanding people left and right. Bam! Oh, put some Bitch, element 115 on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, element 115 was really, I think, the thing that, like him or hate him, guys, he just either pulled that out of his rear end or he 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 was right. Yeah. Did he embellish some of the other stuff? Perhaps. Um, you know, I didn't even, it's so funny, when I first started really getting into Bob Lazar a little bit, he, I found out he had just moved away from me. Like he lived not that far away where I'm living right now, mm-hmm. or used to, or grew up at least. And I was like, this guy was building fireworks, like just chilling out in a building. Or I was like, he was. If this guy is out here just solely trying to sell something, mm. which to be fair, especially early on in those days with the UFO topic, yeah, there's no money probably even till t- today in the UFO stuff. Like most mm-hmm. of us are paying to do these shows that we do. You know, we provide yeah. our own like platforms. If anything, most of us are putting money into it, and we're kind of all trying to help fund each other by supporting and, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. There's no real money necessarily. There's been money for the big ones back in the day. If they got a promoter, a promoter who got a hold of them, wrote some books, did some things, I could see where maybe Bob got hooked up with a bad promoter or some people yeah. ran with some things. And I could see how that rub people wrong. Um, but far as Bob himself, I mean, the story's been pretty consistent. You go back to what yeah. it was then. You take it Jim Goodall when he met him. Mm-hmm. The the same stuff that was getting thrown out where they basically were throwing out his information, that he his clearance, yeah. and his social security number started to disappear, where he went to college started to disappear. If those are things that happened to him, sure, we're all going to believe the man's crazy. Who's going to believe the U.S. government or entities that be are deleting a man's existence? So, yeah, there's no way that could happen. Never. Nope. Not, no. Never a chance. Uh, no, not at all. So, That's just a conspiracy. That is a big conspiracy. Which... Uh, but you are right that people could really get heated on that. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, like you wouldn't any, you know, obviously you were in the military and stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, you had background in that. and But I think anybody who's even not been in the military, if you're trying to break something up, if you realize people are onto something, if you can infiltrate that, with a couple players or characters who really muddy the water up and ruffle some feathers, get some, get some arguments going. Mm-hmm. Once they can get those arguments going and people assume positions on either side, they don't even have to do anything at that point. You just kind of let the thing self-destruct from within. Yeah. And I think that that's still probably going on and certainly was running rapid, rampant throughout the 80s and 90s and into the early 2000s. I think the video evidence and what's come out with now with the military and we're actually getting proper paperwork to the, the u.s government to document some of the stuff has really changed the game yeah. but for a long time you could you could just run wild with it and who was really checking you know who, who were the checks and balances on that we really don't know so i can understand why some people were apprehensive i guess mm-hmm. so um, a few years ago i when i just got out of the the military i worked at a car dealership that was a car salesman and i had a customer who was in the military and then he worked for one of the alphabet agencies. Oh, nice. During the ABC warehouse. Yeah. That makes sense. They're a big player in the game these days. Yeah, they are. And his, 
his DD-214 only exists, existed on microfiche. Wait, what is... I'm not familiar with that. What That's is, your separation of service. Okay, all right. So he so he essentially was not in the system? Like, if he went to the... No, uh, he wasn't. Wow. I got and you. And VA said he was dead. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. What happens if he goes to the VA? Like, okay, so that's how it was written up. And I'm sure that was the official report, right? Like, you look it up. That's what's in the, you know, if we put in a Freedom of Information Act or whatever, that's that's the information that would come back to you. Is that, well, yep. he died in a combat training incident <laughs> or something something of that nature. Just <laughs> so, something completely, like, ridiculous. Fell out of a helicopter at 5,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that might be a little bit. I think that's got to it probably something so it has to be something so boring, you know, like because uh, if it was 5,000 feet falling of the helicopter, first of all, I, I would not that we don't want anybody to die. But that alone, I, like if that was the header, we'd all be like, what? What, <laughs> what happened? He was skydiving. He forgot his parachute. He forgot his parachute. Oh, yeah. man. He was that's walking across the street and got smacked by a semi truck. That's what he went out. Uh, like. Like that guy who uh, who made that engine, that car that ran on water, mm-hmm. and then he just like completely. Do you was remember him? Ghosted. I remember my grandpa playing a, a VHS like copy of this that he had get, and then he burnt it to a DVD. You know, grainy screen that we were watching on. You know, mm-hmm. and this guy was showing all this, and my grandpa's like, "Yeah, this is the future." And then. That was like he just disappeared. I, I was like nine, maybe when that was all going on somewhere there, nine and eleven. Yeah. And by the time I was eleven, yeah, he just we just all knew that that was the guy that disappeared, and that was the running. I shouldn't say joke, but the running story was like, yeah, yeah, he's gone, but he's not gone. Like right. either they did take him out, or like you're coming to work for us, you know, <laughs> one of the two. Um, could, excuse me. Could you imagine how much that would have changed the world? Oh, <clears throat> it, it's like um. You know, with nuclear, right? Because they hmm, have mixed opinions. Again, not my area of expertise, but nuclear power when ran right, when set up properly. So, like, I I was an industrial pipe fitter uh, for about six years, and we would do water towering and cooling towers and stuff. And it's not nuclear necessarily, but it was the same concept. We were cooling down these massive plastic melting mold machines, and they would get extensively hot. But a lot of the nuclear stuff, that's how they ran, too, is if that coolant would just stay in place. That's what happened with the big meltdown that took place in, um, oh, my gosh, what was the name of the, where they had that new, 2010, wasn't it, or somewhere in there? Oh, uh, Fukushima? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, U.S. sold some bad equipment to them, and I think we knew, and we probably sold it at a premium price, too. Mm -hmm. But the point being, there is, uh, I believe it's called, is it Euthorium? would be a and they were already working with that in the the late 40s early 50s but they knew there wasn't going to be any money in that because again you're scaling it down it's yeah but it also doesn't have uh the weapon potential that uranium has exactly it's so So much more safe yeah they didn't want to well if i can't turn it into a bomb Mm -hmm. get that out of here 
Yeah, because it always seems like the Department of Defense, I mean, that's how they exist, right? Everything is the threat narrative. Everything is the threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there were locusts coming somewhere, well, they could be kind of, I don't know why I picked that, because those actually can be a threat. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be anything, yeah. and they'd be like, it's a threat. And it's uh, a threat. fund we us. to stop the threat. Fund us all your money. You give us the money, we promise we'll be okay. Even though yeah. they probably are the ones who release some of this stuff that's come out, they and did. they already have a back-patented program to finish it, mm-hmm. and you're going to get Nick's money to fund the next thing, and nah. Frustrating. Well, with with all the uh, craziness going on in the world right now, I don't know if you know this, but they found a gene sequence or a uh, like an amino acid complex, amino acid sequence in the big pandemic problem mm. that was patented by Moderna three years ago. I do remember seeing some of that before it all like shut down, like everything was gone. All the articles that were like, "Woo, gone!" Even though I thought wasn't the CDC or the FDA was the original well, one to get the report on that. No, this just came out a few days ago. After, really? Uh, yeah, after <clears throat> um, you know the Ukraine, Russia decided yeah. to be douchebags. Yeah. But yeah, they. Oh man, I think I don't know if I can find it. Uh, you know I wanted it? to retweet it, but I was just like, you know what? People already get pissed at my tweets. <laughs> you know, I just had um, Priscilla today message me, right? The, the quantum witch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her because she was like, I'm trying to follow a cow. Like she, she did something with like, you know, she, I think we did an account or something. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really think I'm worth following because I was like, all I do, on, at least on Twitter, is I'm just sharing memes or other people's like live <laughs> shows. That is it. I don't, like, I just haven't given, which, I don't know, you, you've you been on Twitter, I guess, more than I have. Do you think you can share more on Twitter freely without being shut down than Facebook, or is it about uh, the same? Uh, yeah, you can do a little bit more on Twitter than Facebook. Mm. Facebook's algorithm is like, <sighs> straight to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter undercooked chicken straight to Dale also straight straight to Dale. Um, Twitter Twitter will at least go. Are you sure you want to say this? (laughs) Oh man, they go that approach, huh? Yeah, they're like the next step up as a parent. (laughs) Yeah, I want to do it. (laughs) I want to shit post. No, 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 no. Love it. Yeah, Mister Crowley. He was flashing his DDs the other night, huh? Mm. You whipped that bad boy out. He had a big golden sticker and everything. Oh, he got a golden sticker. He did. He had a golden sticker. It's more than I got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose it's... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was telling him, because I'm the first person in my family, on my dad's side at least, so on my dad with his mom and dad, four mm. generations back. If six on the one side, but for, on both sides, four all the way back, and then six on the other one, to not serve in the military. And it's probably because I didn't ah. meet that side of the family until I was 19. Otherwise, I probably would have ended up in the military. <laughs> but, you know, you walk in, there's the there's a whole wall, the living room is dedicated to everybody's pictures and stuff from over the years. And uh, I definitely have mixed feelings on it because I feel like I've always kind of questioned things, but I also can see where there's times where I can get very... Uh, uh, conformed if needed yeah. you know what i mean to, to, to accomplish a task so mm-hmm. if someone steps up if someone takes charge and they have good leadership skills then there's no reason to fight that if they've got some answers let's go with it right yeah and so i have mixed feelings like 
would have I still questioned things if I'd gone the military? So for yourself, do you think do you think the military was a plus? You know, what were the pros and cons of that? I guess in regards to the phenomenon subject. Um, nobody ever really talked about it. I mean, it wasn't, we didn't have like conversations about UFOs and when they were seen by people, they just didn't say anything. Hmm. So it was like the, well, that happened. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, I'm just not going to say anything. You're not going to say anything, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's never talk about this again. That's true. But I suppose, I suppose would, uh, I mean, I'm sure you got to see some things or at least know some people that experience other things that, you know, being everyday common folk as it were back home, uh, we, we have a very protective little glass world that we live in. And I recognize yeah. even for myself, you know, like as much as I try to be aware of things, I just, you don't get to really grasp something until it's, it's in your face. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, I just really hate sometimes, I shouldn't say hate, that's a strong word. I strongly dislike how much myself I can be guilty of this and others take like what we have that's imperfect, but man, we have some freedoms that are really just truly underappreciated and it's, it's due to love it, like it or hate it. The military and some of what we have, we have those freedoms because of that. So I definitely always tip my hat to those that have served. I mean, it's especially now, you know, you got a lot more volunteers, yeah, which means they're, hopefully a step above the rest you know back in the day it was like hey prison you got prison or you want to go to like the military which prison one? you know what i mean which <laughs> one are you doing yeah and uh i know i've had some people say too they they think the military is not what it used to be you know as far as like they were saying the people that served in world war ii and all that they're like that was the mm-hmm. last generation of the military that was really you know really well respected and then it just totally changed from obviously you know vietnam was just I, Korea, I don't know and Vietnam, all of them and then but you look at oh sorry i i i'm i just realized there was a question i think that i apologize i was talking over you there i don't know if you had a question what did you say no. No, I didn't have a <laughs> oh 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 you will always question i'm sorry i just saw a question oh. at the bottom so he was just saying oh. you always question i got you true so you just kind of keep your head down and do what you're doing yeah that makes sense but i think it wasn't it Talking about like wars and stuff, wasn't it in, um, I don't remember specifically the year. It was either just, just prior. I think it was just prior, just after. Wasn't it D. D Eisenhower who put in the act where the federal government could print money during times of war? Mm. The Federal Reserve could. Yeah. So that without getting Congress and those to sign off on it. So they essentially had a, a, a way around it as long as we were in times of war. We don't have to go through the proper course of action to get these things approved. It's just, well, we're in right. war. Prove we're it. War. War. Money and for everybody. I was going to say, look what happened. I mean, we, outside of the break between Vietnam and I suppose Desert Storm, you know, we had the whole Cold War going on. Mm-hmm. But we've pretty much been, a, I mean, at least since the late 80s on, we've been yeah. in a war ever. There's been, what, three, how many years between the Cold, or between Desert Storm and, uh, us going back over again, maybe five years, something like that. Yeah, maybe but we had Bosnia and Kosovo in between it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You're right. So yeah, there, that's what I'm saying. There's always been some sort of operation that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's always a conflict. Yeah, and then look, we pulled out of stuff here. That was that whole thing that went down last year, and then now you got mm-hmm. what's going on now. And man, I don't know. It's uh, 
It's getting Better. crazy, but the TR3Bs are going to save us all. <laughs> First of all, wait, what is the acronym on TR3B? Because I don't know that. I That's how uneducated. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know who came up with it, but like a lot of people run with it. The Triangle Corp craft is the TR3B. And I was like, well, having been in the military and knowing designations, uh, T is usually used for training. Hmm. R is for reconnaissance. Don't know where the hell the three comes from. <laughs> it's the third rendition. Oh, yeah, it's the it's third. The third. <laughs> and then B would be like for a bomber, for a, a aircraft. So it's a training reconnaissance third generation bomber. Hmm. What what was the TR2B or the TR1B? No clue. Not anything that's... Uh, I... I, I I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Because I always feel like the lens that we get right, like looking through the social media lens, mm-hmm. is a roll of the dice. Like I, I'll still oh, go yeah. with it. I still watch some of it, but I'm always like, what's the agenda? Right? It's all opinion pieces, and but if they're being accurate on the reports, man, it really seems like. I mean, I literally heard them say on the radio today, you flexed at me, bro. Uh, I don't think I did. I don't think I was flexing. Uh, you were flexing. He was flexing on all of us last night. He was pulling on his guns. Um, oh, I've but, got plenty of those. Um, they were basically saying on the news earlier, they were like, yeah, Putin might want to up his personal security. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a pretty strong statement. Like, they're saying he's doing so badly. Because I want to say something yeah. like he's already lost. I, I thought they said 3,500 Russian soldiers already. Yeah, I don't know They're how guesstimating. That That's is. what I was like. How did you get that? Like, where did you get that exact number to be like, yeah, 3,422? Uh, <laughs> 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 coming out with. You know? Who um, the hell is counting these? Exactly. But I'm, I'm watching this, and we've always been told Russia's the big, you know, big bad enemy. They're this big, scary military. And then we're watching what's happening in Ukraine, and we're like, they kind of fucking suck. Like, we were mm-hmm. scared of this? Yeah, and that's where... I guess if I'm worried about it... Yeah, because I, I think that Putin definitely thought he was just going to steamroll that. Oh, you yeah. Know? And I don't know what all defenses the Ukrainian military really had. I mean, nobody ever really is like, the Ukrainian military. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, I mean, this is like their home, so I, I get that mm-hmm. part of it, the home field advantage. You look at... Right, wrong, or otherwise, I mean, we we didn't really necessarily win, you know, the the, the war, the twenty year war in Iraq and all that, like that that right. in Afghanistan. Well, actually, yeah, the, Iraq, we came out. That is true, but Afghanistan. Way better. Afghanistan, yeah. on the other hand, nobody's ever won a war in that country. Nobody, like even going back to like the Ottoman Empire and everything. Yeah. It's just it, it, not a place you go to fight. It's a place you mm-hmm. go to die. You just go there to die. <laughs> it, but, but like you're saying, it, or what they were saying is the home field advantage. So, I mean, for mm-hmm. Ukraine, I mean, it, there is no retreat, right? At no. this point, I mean, they've they've already put the ban on if you're 18, I think 46 or something like that. As a male. 60. 60? Oh, man, yes. they're going hard on this now. <laughs> yeah. They're like, sorry, son, father, grandpa, you're all staying. You're all going. Uh, you're all staying right here. So, I mean, at that point, and I, again, I, for anybody who might be watching, please don't take me like laughing at this because I, my heart definitely goes out because mm-hmm. I'm on a lot of this. But I, I have, I think the supply chain issue. It's just, it just seems weird with the Putin attack. I mean, 
people aren't trying to call it that, but let's face it at this point, I think we can all safely say this is an attack. Yeah. Um, it, it, it does seem weird the way he planned it. Like he, it wasn't it 2014 where he just kind of walked into Croatia, Croatia, wasn't it? Crimea. Crimea. Thank you. Yeah. But he did the whole like blocking of, um, he did like the digital tax and stuff for like two yeah. weeks prior. People didn't yeah, know what was going on. Tax. Blocked out the communication. Whereas this one was like, we're live streaming still from, you know, from there and they're communicating out enough so that people are like, all right, to the point where Germany today committed. Did you see German, the Germans commit all their weapons that like it goes against their, basically their version of a uh, constitution. They committed like their 100 stinger missiles or excuse me, 1000 stinger missiles. They had like a whole list they committed as well as the Finns the Swedes and I think the Polish or somebody else were all sending, trying to send stuff in. Mm-hmm. But the, it's, I, I don't know. I guess all I'm saying is that if you watch the news at face value today, they really made this out like Putin's not winning this right now. They're like, yeah, yeah. he's needs to be worried about his own life at this point. Cause they're thinking that some people, you know, the, the, what, what is it they have with it? Not like a parliament. The KGB. Uh, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The KGB runs in the yeah. oligarchs. Uh, Mr. Conley says Germany has like no military. Yeah, I don't know their. Uh, nope. I, I, I don't know what their. I suppose we probably the stipulation since World War II has probably kept them pretty in check. Yeah, they, we were like, um, excuse me, you've done this twice now. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more was, military shit for you for a while. I can't remember that one German comedian. He he does like he would he did like um beatbox videos was how he got started originally and different mm-hmm. voiceovers and he was on conan o'brien this was a couple years ago and conan was asking him he was like uh he was he was saying like how in america you know bad people are in movies are always played by a german right and he was like so who plays bad people in german movies and he was like still the germans we know we are the bad guys <laughs> he was like we know this is a... i was like oh my god we, we so are hard. aware of what we have done <laughs> Oh man, yeah. But you know, hopefully things work out because I know that uh, it's. I don't know why Putin. The one thing that doesn't make sense is, did you see how they're stirring up all the dust over there at Chernobyl? Mm-hmm. Do you see that? That's yeah. weird. That's a weird. <laughs> like as a military, like just as any person in the field, like I'm saying, like as an officer, even if you're getting the command or you're say a colonel or whatever. Or whatever their however their rankings work out in Russia, I don't know what it is. But mm-hmm. the point being, once you get your orders, I get that you're supposed to just follow them. But at the same time, you think you'd be like, "Hey, hey, Putin, like, uh, yeah, things aren't cool over there still." I mean, I know we do tours and stuff, but like, we start stirring up the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's drive tanks through it. Let's drive tanks through it. Like, and, if I was that commander and I got that order from like the, <laughs> from the higher ups, I would look at it and go, "Hmm, no." Lost in translation, be like, I thought you said don't go there. <laughs> but and but he did take the lower one. He is moving towards. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that one. Which uh, I would hope, and I'm hoping is just for purposes of like shutting down the, the power grid. Which is, you would think he, ha- yeah. That I'm aware of. Ukraine has no air force, correct? Right? No, they, they do. Have- they have the ghost of Kiev, who's <gasps> now taken down six enemy fighter jets. I forgot about this story. I just literally seen this maybe like two hours ago, and I mm-hmm. I didn't read on it, but I seen it pop up, and I didn't know if it was real or if it was like you know. Oh no, it's real. That dude is so a okay. Badass. Wait, so there's like a single dude who is like, I've got a jet, and I'm going up. Like, is he's, that what happened? He's a uh, Ukrainian fighter pilot. 
And he, as far as I know, he has the most kills in modern warfare in air-to-air combat because (laughs) air-to-air combat doesn't happen anymore that's fair yeah world war ii essentially would almost be the last time right yeah that would that didn't happen really so yeah world war ii besides like air to you know air to ground missiles but that's not really air-to-air no this is the only dog fighting that's (laughs) like happened i think dude is snoopy (laughs) got me a little i think there was one incident in syria but it was just like one plane shot down another this one guy has shot down like six other aircraft wow and like su-35s i think it's like two su-35s two uh su-25s like he's shot down a couple migs it's like this dude is a beast i wonder if they're like flying by themselves you know what i mean like as like when we well, again guys not my area of expertise but my understanding would be when we fly out there's usually you're generally not alone, right? Like mm-hmm. the military, at least how we run things, you usually have a, a small squadron, or I shouldn't say squadron, but you have your two to at least generally three, right? Yeah, you Is have your wingman. And... Yeah. So I... I'm wondering if with the Russian ones, if they're like going in by themselves and that's why he's just able to pick them off. Because yeah, if you were know. just going in by yourself, maybe they just, you know what I mean? It wouldn't, yeah. if you have the element of surprise, do you think by number seven, they'd be like, all right, guys, uh, just so you know, there's a guy taking all of our planes out. Um, yeah, he's uh, he seems to be really good at this. It's so a really good shot. You guys <laughs> might want to stay away from Kiev. Oh man! Just because we're tired of losing jets to one fucking guy. One guy. Okay. Well, so outside of this one legend, apparently that's going to be hailed for all of the 21st century, um, that I was aware of, they don't have too much of a of a, an air force. And yeah, not just... not that I'm aware of. And that's why I don't understand why Putin, instead of actually sending in ground troops, I get you need to hold it. But you'd mm-hmm. think he would have just sent in a couple jets and just, oh, now I'm thinking about what I was about to say. I was going to say, like, bomb the nuclear plant, but now I'm thinking of saying that. <laughs> it makes more sense why he hasn't done that yet. But you know what I mean? If he's just trying to disable it, yeah. I suppose you'd want to use it in the future. But if he was just trying to destroy you, you'd think that'd be the way to go. But yeah. clearly, blowing up nuclear plants is usually a bad idea. for a bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Um, it's an economic and ecological catastrophe on every single one. Yeah. Did you hear so, about uh, the the Snake Island? The soldiers on Snake Island? Uh, the the Chinese? No, no, no. This is uh, Ukraine. What? No. First of all, I didn't know they had an island that they called Snake Island. That's a dope name. Snake Island? Yeah. I, hopefully it's full of snakes. Look this up. Yeah, for yeah, I'm gonna be highly disappointed if we get there and it's just like snails everywhere. Yeah, it's like green very disappointed. It's, it's covered in ice and. But All right, Snake Island. So oh, sorry, these, continue. Uh, these this Russian warship like is on its way to attacking the island, and it goes on the radio and says, "We are Russian warship." Lay down your weapons so nobody gets killed, basically, right? Like, surrender so nobody gets killed. Yeah. The response from the 13 Ukrainians on the island was, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. (laughs) That's awesome. We're basically like, screw you. Yeah, and then they all died. But I was like, that is so Oh, wow, that, wow. I thought we were going to (laughs) go Really not a happy ending at the end. No, they definitely did not repeal. That is interesting, though, because this island kind of, from 
well, I'm getting two different shots here of it, but like the one, the one shot's almost showing as if it's like. Uh, Let me bring it up here. The the angle on this one, which yeah. could be somewhere different. I'm thinking that's got to be somewhere different because this looks more like what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think the one you're showing is like off the coast of South. Yeah, America. this seems a little more. Wow, so it was not very big at all. No, nope, that explains why there's only 13 people on it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting though. This looks like it's actually kind of a little more. Wow, if oh, that's yeah. it. Just a little yeah, military. There's nowhere approach. to hide there either. I mean, there's where do you go? You know. And what did you? What would you want with it? I don't know. I'm trying to look at like make a shape out of it in my head, and I, I can't even I do that. I don't see a snake. Yeah, I maybe not, a teapot or. Yeah, I don't see the. I I'm not seeing the snakes on there. Mm -mm. Is this a different place? No, it looks like that's probably the same one. I mean, that looks oh, nice that's and green. Oh, that's it during the summer. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a port. Something I can yeah. think of. Could um, be. Either way, though. That's uh, Either way, it is It is a little, I guess, concerning. And my brother and I have talked about this before in the past. First of all, I think, and especially like yourself, you know, you and Mr. Cotton, those that have served, every option should be exhausted before, you know, like war. Yeah. But we used to have this conversation, like hypothesize of the um, could today's society. It's going to be different. It's going to be very different if if this goes really south. Solely for the, um, I think we all felt the squeeze back. You say in the fifties, World War Two, that you know there was mm -hmm. the shortages. People had to you could only buy so much, but they didn't. They only got to see what they were shown. And now, with everybody having phones, and again, you still have the mainstream media trying to control that stuff, but people mm -hmm. uploading stuff to the internet. Oh, they, yeah, they don't have any real control over it's it. It's going to, and we even kind of seen that in Vietnam. Vietnam was the beginning of that, where people started to see a different picture of what the war really was, mm -hmm. you know, and understand maybe just how gruesome, you know, war is. And, it, and it's, yeah. hmm, I don't know. KMAN847 says, I'm stoned. Oh. <laughs> Well, good for you on a Saturday. At least it's a Saturday, right? Yeah. Saturday, it's a good day to get stoned. Yeah. I live in a state where it's not legal, so, you know. <laughs> what, I am, like, I'm really impressed with, like, the way the the citizens have stood up and, like, yeah. they're just out. And I'm also extremely impressed with how willing the Ukrainian government is to give AK-47s to everybody. And in detailed instructions on like modify cocktails, or, like, or, yeah. like anything to build a defense. Yeah, they're very much so. And that's what I'm saying with Putin not shutting that down. As far as the communications, they're able to communicate and and get armed mm -hmm. and get stuff set up. Well, you know um, what happened, uh, which is good. But today, just a just a couple hours ago, Elon Musk said that Starlink is now beaming internet into Ukraine. Oh. Musk so is involved with this now, bro? Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine he just flies over with, like, a, a mother truck in? Like, he brings some of his, uh, what do you call, what do they call it that he shot up in the air originally? His, uh, uh the sky, Falcon, Skylink. The Skylink, yeah. Well, yeah, but I can't remember. They're almost like drones. They almost look like, but they're the, they're the uh, satellites. But if he had one, it's like the flamethrowers attached to him. He just starts torching circles, like Game of Thrones style with a dragon <laughs> coming in on the Russians. Builds oh a God. giant electric-powered dragon that oh shoots fire. Oh. 
God. And then he's just like, yeah, well, you know, I was, uh, I thought, why not? So I built it. <laughs> why not? <laughs> I could awesome. see him just going, talking about like the mechanical process of building this fire breathing dragon that he sent mm-hmm. off to war with Russia. God. You know what was weird about two? They were showing that f- some footage today of like the Russians trying to drive and get across rivers and stuff over there. I don't know if it was just me or what, but dude, I'm not kidding. It kind of looked like looking back at World War II footage. I was like, what mm-hmm. are they wearing? Like their oh, yeah. uniforms, their mm-hmm. even their weapons, which I believe is still the AK-47, yeah. right? Well, they're they're AK-74s and AKMs. Okay. So- so- They've been updated throughout the time. They keep making new versions of it with different, uh, like different trunnions and different, you know, recoil springs and just mm-hmm. making it better. Uh, both yeah, setups. It, the AK forty seven was pretty notorious for jamming originally, wasn't it? Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. No. I had that. I had that reversed. It was notorious for not. You could like yes. beat the crap out of that thing, mm-hmm. and it was. It, it also was very highly. I mean, the uh, the penetration on it was pretty deadly. Yep. But the accuracy was where it took a hit, right? Generally speaking, yeah, because it's full bit. auto, so it just bounces around as you shoot it. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I would not mind a authentic Ukrainian AK forty-seven, the nice wood stock. Oh, you know, yeah, brand new. You put wood stock on anything, or like wood grain, like in a vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, like a good wood grain or wood stock. You're saying, I don't know. There's something about something about and again, I get it, Mr. Crowley. I'm setting you up here, but there's something about wood when it's worked right. Okay, when you build a nice cabin, or there's just good craftsmanship of wood, and it's mm-hmm. it's very admirable. And I've always been drawn to uh, when you see a piece of uh, of art or whatever that's crafted from wood. Yeah. Where there's just something about it, just like it feels a little more. It's not like picking up a Glock, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, very cool. <laughs> Look at this handcrafted 3D printed Glock I've got right here. Uh, it's not necessarily the same feel. Oh, man. I don't know. No, yeah, I mean, it just, it does look better. Mm-hmm. And it, it's got, like, a quality to it. And then there's, these, like, if you see, like, an, an original M16, you're like, oh, that looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah, all of it's plastic and and they didn't work very well. So you know, no. But there's you know, I who is it? The uh, oh, what was that show back on the History Channel back in the day? God, what was that show called? It was a face. Was it called Face Off or something like that? It would always pit like different um, warriors. Maybe it was called. Maybe face-off oh, was something. I know it wasn't face-off, but it was something where it would pit warriors from throughout history. Like, what if they were to have encountered each other? Mm-hmm. And they had one in particular where it was, they were actually having the weapons fight each other. And it was the AK-47 versus the M-16. Mm. And uh, they had them build them blind. Like, they had these guys do them blindfolded, disassemble them, reassemble them. They had them, you know, through a variety of tests. And uh, I mean, I got to say, the M-16 definitely was way more accurate but uh, that AK-47 held up as far as they beat the crap out of that thing. Oh, yeah. You can and throw it, it he assembled it faster than he did the M16. I was surprised on that. I honestly thought for some reason it was going to – I didn't think it was going to get ahead in that one. I understand, again, too, you're just two guys, so you could have human error in there, obviously. But not like they went through 100,000 people. <laughs> like, all right, let's see the real numbers on this. Let's get some uh, random person off the street. Hey, hey you. <laughs> 
operate this. Uh, we, we should bring into the conversation. Bring in Bree in. Could you imagine Bree from uh, oh, that one yeah. time I was Bring her in and be like, you build this AK-47 for us right now, Bree. Right Won't now, you Bri. disassemble this? <laughs> Reassemble it. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? I uh, love it. We were telling her today because she said that um, she was saying that she's kind of uh, a little bit like nervous or scared of guns. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, well, I mean, I think it's it's healthy to respect, you know, anything. Yeah. But we were telling her, we were encouraging her, like, you should go out and like you know, start with a 22 or something and just go have some fun. And uh, maybe even start with a BB gun. You know, that's a oh, great yeah. way to maybe get introduced to just feeling comfortable with something. Functionality and figuring out mm-hmm. good handling practices. But there's like a rhythm to like... Uh, Ah, shoot it's so you know honestly now i'm really i'm really gonna sell the bb gun here it's cheaper right now if you just want to you know pea shoot at something because the ammunition okay is just oh, got yeah. ridiculous but uh archery and just overall just like i always enjoyed like with the bb gun doing like long range shot soon this one i was yep. a kid but the archery was so relaxed I, I mean i think it's just a relaxing thing to to do and it's kind of for me i didn't recognize it at the time but now i can see it almost be like a form of meditation because you are you're you're controlling your breathing just like when you got a firearm you're going through all these steps and i think just being self-aware you know is is a big thing especially when operating something that's you know has the potential to uh take people out i mean that's why isn't in asia they sell uh they can't sell weapons right to the to everyday folk but they can sell air powered believe ballistics maybe japan and... is it japan i know one of the two i know that they had some like it was deadly they were showing the feet per second yeah me and uh it was it was i mean it was keeping up it was like and it was all based off of air pressure or uh combustible like uh almost like a co2 chamber okay. setup mm-hmm. but uh i mean i suppose you gotta that's where it goes back to like you can make all the laws <laughs> you want we're still gonna find a way to get around it yeah and if anything people are gonna make more dangerous ways you know (laughs) know, uh, but it is what it is and there's a there's an air rifle or like it's some type of pellet gun that you can hunt deer with oh my gosh it's, it's like a 50 caliber or something like that air gun and it will like shoot i i know it'll damage like plate steel Wow, and it's like whisper quiet. You can actually, it has a threaded barrel. You can put a suppressor. Jesus, on it. yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But you know, honestly, like depending on what you're doing, say survival situations or whatever you got going on in life, uh, I like that I throw that out. Like that's just the you know we all got those Whenever survival got. situations, right? <laughs> um, but it would be the perfect thing. It's it's so light. It's not really going to be hindering. You know, like a big cumbrance to carry it around mm-hmm. and it'd be quiet. So like you're saying, just if we were talking about like just collecting game, if you had to go that route, yeah, I don't think it'd be a bad thing. Cause who wants to fire off some big loud gun to get like this one little rabbit you're trying to get <laughs> blow half of the rabbit away while you're at it. <laughs> just like gone. Damn oh my it. God. <laughs> Dang it. Kids oh, eat through the BB. God. It'll be all right. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> Well, oh man, that's kind of what they do. I've I've never like gone bird hunting mm. yet, but and I don't have the right type of shotgun for it. But okay. I'm going to be getting myself one so that I can. And I always think about it like so: go pheasant hunting or or duck hunting or something, right? Yeah. 
you got to bing, pull all of those steel. Yeah. Or do you yeah. just like throw it in a stew and then run a magnet over it or something? Like Sometimes they, so it's interesting is like, um, depends on how good, like, I guess it, it depends on where you hit them. Some guys are mm-hmm. so freaking good. Like my dad was a really good shot and he was good enough that he would just lead them right to where a majority of it. If it did hit and get in, it was just kind of lodged in the breast meat a little bit. You could just barely see it when you were skinning them down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a huge deal. Um, and I know obviously he would go anywhere between a four ten or 20 gauge. So it was, it was, you know, brought down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, as far as the amount of powder that was in there. So it wasn't necessary. <laughs> I mean, if you could shoot him with a slug, bro, that's some skill. But also too, if you hit them, like it's gone, right? Like you just, <laughs> just feathers. Um, Imagine hitting a, hitting a bird with a three inch slug. Oh my God. It would just blow up. It just blows like- up in the middle. <laughs> All I can picture is like the from Shrek when she's singing all high pitched and just like blows up. Yes. Yeah. Oh yep. my gosh. Oh, now we're gonna get canceled for sure. Now too. We, God's sake, we've mentioned Joe Rogan. We've mentioned guns. We've mentioned birds exploding. <laughs> but what did we say? Pip, uh, not Pimp. We said uh, Bob Lazar. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. so angry at this right now. Just ah, angry tweeting. <laughs> you know what's uh, interesting though. Is with that, you know, at least if you're willing to have the conversation with anybody, you know, like, no, nobody's ever going to, we're not all going to agree on everything. So well. I I think that that concept of people having to agree is weird. And I think the important thing is, is like, is, as long as you and I can disagree to move on to something, like, yeah. it's weird that if I believe this way, all of a sudden I have to convince now bottled Everybody. water better believe the way I believe <laughs> It's just a weird thing to get hung up on. I get if you've had a personal experience. Those are, you know. And we were actually just talking about this last night. It's really hard for experiencers because for them, their personal truth is something they've lived. So it's a lived experience. So we could relate it to even you going through uh, basics, right? Mm -hmm. We can only talk about it. I can hear you relay the story. I can see from movies. But there's a difference for someone who's actually gone through basics and experiencing that. And so I think when somebody questions that to them or like, was it really, you know, this or that? It's like, were was you there? Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you there? Of course now. Have you seen the badges they give out? Oh, yeah. Again. Okay. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. For the hater right now. I'm not <laughs> trying to make fun of them, okay? But all I'm trying to say is I am. we're really lowering the standard. Again, I'm not a peak physical condition. I get that. But I'm just saying, if you're going to be in the military... Maybe we shouldn't be really significantly dropping the amount of push-ups and sit-ups and mile yeah. fast. You can run a mile so that you can get in. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even talking like we get it if you're getting older in life. And, and they try to adjust those numbers. But we're talking just yeah. getting through boot camp. So that's uh, like, that kind of made me think about like the different types of aliens that people say are out there. Like mm. the, rep- the reptilians is one of my favorites. Because I okay. just think that's, that's such a cool idea there's the evil reptilians i'm like Ooh, tell me more and then there's the palladians what do they look like they have blonde hair Ooh, mm-hmm. blue eyes yep blonde hair and blue eyes sounding kind of suspect <laughs> then there's the grays the tall grays and the short grays mm-hmm. and then you know like the anunnaki Ooh, what do they look like nobody knows like yeah, there's like light beings there's all kinds of i never realized either how in-depth this stuff was i like i had heard the reptilians i didn't know mm-hmm. there's like 
I could be wrong, but I, I know there's three, supposedly three main classifications. And I did, guys, listen, I don't know their technical terms here, but you got the big ones, the really big ones that are like eight foot tall. And then you got like the, the average middle sized ones like us. And then you got the shorter ones. There's like some of these like hobbit sized ones are like three and a half, four feet tall. Supposedly well, they live really far down in the dirt and stuff. I don't know. Listen, there's a lot to this stuff. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just... I think I think they call the big ones like the the Draconians or something. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's got a cool dragon name. Yeah, and I they mean, probably, if you listen... they probably walk around calling you, "Hey, hey, Ted, what are you doing today?" <laughs> Steve, I'm going to Earth. What are you doing? Oh, Earth. Yeah, not not right now, dude. There's some seriously bad stuff going there. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna eat this kitten first. Like, <laughs> what if he? What if one of them are the the ghost? pilot right now what oh, if there's already been alien invader oh man hang on we gotta correct here's another term i gotta correct mm. off world alien off gotta get politically world. correct with it yes. off world alien entity mm -hmm. here uh what if they've already gotten involved here and he's he's the the, the ghost, ghost pilot over there in ukraine come on where did this thing come from where did this guy's training come from yeah we can go deeper check this out not only is the pilot a draconian you know, lizard person, but his aircraft is actually a spaceship with a hologram projecting yeah. the Ukrainian fighter jet, fighter jet, and he's just going around shooting lasers that are disguised as he's missiles. Him. <laughs> I wonder. I almost want to look now. I is there footage of this guy at all? Like, oh yeah, there's. I think so. There has to be. What is so he's called Ukrainian Ghost Fighter or something? No, he's the Ghost of Kiev. Ghost of Kiev. All right, let's see if a video comes up because if it does, oh, I don't even know where you can really share videos here. Obviously, you know, we don't want to get you to get a strike oh, it's or anything. Open, open as long as it's open source, which most of it is. As long as it's not CNN, I think they will. <laughs> the attack! How dare you? Water. Bottled water. <laughs> So tired of that guy. He's getting more views. He's getting more views than us. I don't see. It looks like most of what is coming up for me is not like an actual video footage of it. It's um, more like people doing their stories on it and stuff. So I don't see one that just specifically says that. But I do see one that has like maybe it flying in the background. But yeah, the first ace of the 21st century says he has six yeah. kills claimed in Ukraine. And that was from one day ago. And I think he did have another one today, wasn't it? Maybe yeah, I think so. So at least six. I don't know. I don't Dude's know, beast. guys. That's Dude's the way beast. it goes sometimes. That might he might, that might be the TR3B. Oh my god, it is the TR3B. People called for it. They don't even know it's out there right now. Don't and if it is, it's, it's tearing there. it up. It's tearing the game up right now. It's working really good, and there's a <laughs> there's a holographic camouflage. It's on point. Oh man. I don't, they got you know, big speakers playing jet sounds as it flies by. Okay, what about this? Okay, I have to ask something. Let's get, what do we have? Like maybe 10, 15 minutes or so left here. So let's, can I, get, can I throw a wild scenario at you? Just see yeah. what you think about it. And I, I get this is not a fun scenario. So just be warned, listener. This is like Listen. just speculating here. Mm -hmm. I don't think... Putin is necessarily an incompetent man. I feel he's a very intelligent guy who went mm -hmm. through the KGB, went through some stuff. So I think he's a smart guy. Everything that's happened here seems 
as if someone else that runs a country is trying to plan this battle. Um, <laughs> names won't be named here, but uh, it feels as if though someone's like, this is the first time they've ever tried to do this. Yeah, and it, I'm just wondering: is there like, is there going to be somewhere else something's going to go down? Like we're all going to be so distracted by this spot. It's like a ploy, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, you guys thought it was here. Surprise. But what's actually happening is China's taking Taiwan. I, I'm just, guys, I'm just saying, you look at those islands. They've been, they've been building islands for years out there right now. That's so weird. They're literally building islands because then they're moving. They can move their, their boats. They can resupply. Mm-hmm. They reset things up. They stock up. They've built a supply. I just, mm, I don't know. Sometimes in the back of my head, I really want this all to go away. I'm hoping it just goes away. But, like, it just feels so incompetent that it's, mm. like, you know, I'm not taking anything away from you and I, but, like, just average Joes as it were could look at this and yeah. go, man, someone's, like, he's messing this up. You know what I mean? Like, something's well, yeah, weird I mean, about this. I, I saw a video today where one of a Russian APC, which is an armored personnel carrier, ran out of gas, and they didn't even know where they were, like, supposed to be going. And it was just one vehicle. I was like... Who the hell is organizing this? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. You know what it feels like? It feels like during World War II, when we were getting ready to do um, invade the uh, Omaha Beach, and we inflated all those blow-up tanks and stuff. Oh, the fake ships and everything. Yeah. We had them off a different coast. And we literally dropped in paratroopers that weren't real, that were set to explode and burn up. This is, that's kind, in my mind, looking at it, it, it feels like, Although we know that there are legitimately some people there, there are some groups, you know, troops on the ground from some of the videos we're seeing at least and fighting going on. It just, something feels off. I don't yeah. know, man. Some just doesn't like feel like in my head when they were talking about that earlier, like, yeah, Putin's going to get taken out if he's not careful. It's like, yeah, but something feels like, I don't feel like this guy would have messed this up this bad. Who knows? I mean, hopefully he is. I'm not saying I want this guy right. to like do well, but it just doesn't make sense from a strategic standpoint or an execution no. standpoint at all. But you know what the good news is for the UFO community? <laughs> Don't I mean, you dare forget them. But let's get back to the UFO community. Let's get back to the important <laughs> part of this are roasting them so bad. Hey, I love every one of you sexy bastards yes. out there. Okay? Yes. Settle down. But this is... <laughs> we can immediately eliminate the idea that the Tic Tac and these, these super advanced drones are Russian. You would think... I mean, yeah, because they're the, not as confident as we thought they were. The technology they're putting out there right now. I don't know. I heard they were in like, I heard that Russia had built that suit that like a guy, they were like, oh, a single man can withstand a nuclear blast. <laughs> I was like, dang, these guys it's are really like, getting it. It's it's a room that they call a suit because you lock your feet into it. And it's like 14 feet of <laughs> steel. And then there's seven feet of lead all around That's you. Right. And they're like, this will withstand nuclear blast. <laughs> what is it? It's a suit. <laughs> How- maybe, there, maybe there was a dialect misunderstanding. They said sweet, like it's a sweet. Yes. Like they, the, the, that's the bunker just- sweet. Edition, but we thought it was suit. a suit. It is suit. It's a suit. Yes, you know, like at Las Vegas, you go and you get a suit. Sweet. Oh man, <laughs> exactly. That's what's happened. We Absolutely. have now figured it out for sure. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it just there's something that feels off a little bit. It does about the whole thing, and uh, I, I hope I'm wrong about all that. As far as 
Maybe he just is that incompetent. We've just had a false narrative, you know, for a long time about the guy, you know, riding around shirtless on a horse. (laughs) Just get there in the countryside. (laughs) He just, he's the only guy from like his KGB unit back when he was an agent that's, that was still alive. And he was like, yes, yes, I was KGB. I'm, I'm president now. And everybody who knew he was just an incompetent dipshit is dead. So they're just like, you what did you do? I did things for Russia. <laughs> for the motherland. <laughs> for the motherland. You I know. Drink motherland. vodka. God, they do drink a lot of vodka over there, though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know America probably has a drink. It seems like everybody has a it seems like everybody you go to. I don't know how this happens. I've noticed two things, drinking and women. Okay, that's going to, wow, that came out like a chauvinistic male right there. Okay, but listen, here, <laughs> let me explain myself. What I'm trying to say is these two things seem to apply wherever you put them. And what I mean by that is if you're talking about drinking and people are like, oh, yeah, my family's Irish. And people are like, oh, drinkers, oh, right? Yeah. But then if you're like, yeah, we're Russian, like, oh, drinkers. <laughs> you could like go anywhere in the world and be like, they're Germans. Italy, oh, my God. They're, they're drinking Germans are drinking beer. Mm-hmm. And and far as the the ladies or the women's comment, what I meant by that was, <laughs> my wife was giving me a hard time. She's like, "Do you think that she was? I forget who we were talking about. Somebody popped up. Was that a Swedish chicks or Brazil? It was Brazilian chicks. That's what started with. She's like, "You think Brazilians are hot?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're, they're kind of hot, right?" And she was like, "What about uh, Swedish chicks?" And I was like, "Oh, also kind of hot." And then she was like listing these places, and every one of them I started to realize, I was like, "You know what, babe? I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm starting to feel the sense that hot women, woman, hot." Anywhere we go, you know, like I think we could just about go anywhere. Except um, I don't know if maybe Mongolia. Or... Oh, I have no idea. So I don't know. Now even... that's gonna get a comment. I... That yeah, that right might there. get you one. Now that's... I can't fairly assess that. I don't think I've ever Googled uh, my, my, like people from Mongolia see what they look like. But yeah, I feel like the drinking, the women, wherever you go, people are like, oh, yeah, because of that that particular uh, region you belong to, you must drink, or women are hot there. Um, yeah, somebody is, seems to be the way it is. Somebody is writing an angry tweet right now. Oh my yeah. god! Fingers are burning. Water. Tony said that there aren't beautiful women in Mongolia. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I'm just... just clip that, and somebody Such just put that on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you know what's weird about this is I feel like we, you know not that we're not trying to grow our channels and stuff and all that jazz, mm-hmm. and I think you're well known in the community, but it's not like we're like. We're not some elite status of whatever and anything to where we can say stuff like this. I kind of feel bad for people that can't. Like Lou Elizondo, he can't come on and yeah. just be like, he can't come on and tell the stories about like the first time he got high or the first mm-hmm. time he got drunk. You know what I mean? At least I haven't heard him tell these stories. Maybe he does. But my point being, he, he doesn't get to, you know, that side of Lou we don't get. Yeah. You know? That, yeah. You don't get like that. Lou, who was the first guy you ever got in a fight with? We don't know. I can't talk about it. Okay. Unfortunately, I just uh, can't disclassify that at this point. <laughs> can't uh, NDA. I have an NDA, and I can't talk about the first dude I punched in the face in middle school. Because <laughs> I was a, uh, I was in the CIA at that point. I was in the CIA. <laughs> I benched three fifty at age seven. Uh, <laughs> seven. <laughs> age seven. I once killed a man with dental floss at age nine. Uh, and then revived him to show him that's how deadly I am. I, I both killed him and revived <laughs> Just kidding. Now we're making... Listen, uh, he's not that bad. Who was the guy that was before him? There was a gentleman... Oh, I can't think of his name right now. There's been a couple winners in every community, wherever you go, regardless of you folks. Oh, yeah. Any community you go into, there's people who come out with these stories. Steven Greer. Oh, Steve. 
Have you seen the pictures of Stephen Greer shirtless <laughs> that Bree and Jamie share all the time? Oh my god, I love it so much. Yeah. Now yeah. talk about somebody in the UFO community who has made some money for themselves. Fair. And dude, he just bought that like I think it's his third house. Four hundred acres, something like that. He just bought a massive amount of land. Um I wanna say it's either in the Carolinas or in Rhode Island wherever he's at. Maybe yeah. it's in Rhode Island. Anyways, he bought an immense amount of land and he's dedicating it to this idea of going and doing the uh the CE5 stuff and yeah uh, it, you know it's each their own as long as people are aware going in that's my thing if people you know make an educated decision that's on them you know you can't control people and what they do I just yeah. think it's weird uh, again a lot of people hate him for making the app but you know if that guy got together with somebody and paid somebody to actually design the app he probably put a mm. lot it's not cheap to make an app no it's so not he probably had to get a loan or do a down payment or something I think it's okay to, you know, I think he was selling it for like five bucks or something. I'm yeah. fine with that. I'm not, I don't really have a problem with somebody if you put work into something, you know, having people pay for a service. Mm-hmm. Where it gets weird is acting like your service is the only way. Yeah. You know, that's the, <laughs> that's the weird. That's, that's where he starts to like, what's the difference between L. Ron Hubbard and Stephen Greer? <laughs> It's like when we we prohibition took place and we shut down like all the beer and the whiskey and the and uh, mm-hmm. everything and we came out with like Bud Light. <laughs> we had like all the cores. <laughs> there was like three all types of beers you could, <laughs> you could only get these three for like generate. Now you go to it's just ridiculous. Now hmm. I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but God's sake, like you go into some bars now and you're like Jesus Christ, like yeah. <laughs> two hundred forty specific and types. The, of, oh, in the names. Of some oh, of yeah. these like crafts beer, they're like uh donkey balls. <laughs> <laughs> like they have some of the dumbest fucking names, and I'm just like, who donkey named balls. who named this beer Devil Snot? Exactly right. Devil Snot. I mean, yeah, sure. Some of them mean... might You're just trying them for the name at that point. You're not even yeah. you're not even looking what's in it. You're like, wait, Devil Snot? All right. Devil's I guess everybody's gotta do it at least once. Whale penis. I'm gonna try that. Try me some whale penis. This beer looks great. (laughs) They serve it with like a wet piece of cheese just hanging off the edge of the cup (laughs) out of the foam. (laughs) Kind of weird. It's a pale ale. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. Oh god. Zombie apocalypse uh... ale. Oh, oh, we got We're still here. Oh yeah. Now that'd be one to maybe try, right? That would be great. You know, one to have. Uh, here we have a like a local chain. I don't think they're spread that far, but we have a, a place that are called Kroger. They're like a Michigan-based. Uh, you know, everybody has them, right? Yeah, yeah. Piggly Wiggly, wherever you go, everybody's got their own little local thing. Mm-hmm. But these guys have branched out quite a bit. And one of the cool things they'll do is they'll let you make your own six-pack. So it's yeah. like whatever it is, ten or twelve, whatever the price is, and you make mm-hmm. your own. And I kind of like that because like. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy the six-pack, open that first, and you're like, God, this is... Ne- I'm never drinking these other five. You dump that one out. Like, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. But if there it, was... Have you ever tried to fit, like, the big, like, bottles into, like, the six-pack? Like, okay, maybe if I just put it this way, I could... <laughs> No, damn it. Maybe what I'll do is I'll take out the one little cupboard piece. And put two, so you like, no, this is part of it, guys. Sure, yeah. that's a bottle of wine. No, it came with <laughs> six pack. You have six bottles of Just wine. Six in bottles here. of wine. I came with a milk carton, my own milk carton. <laughs> they're, they're all like $35 bottles, and you're like, oh, Yes, yeah. I would like to buy this six pack. 
the six bag for 12 15 bucks <laughs> but the um there was one i tried that was so interesting and i actually kind of like it it's a uh it's a habanero uh cacti based or is a habanero guava okay beer and it's so strange to drink something that's nice and cold you get kind of like the little, you know, like the guava has like a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. And then you get this weird kind of not overly aggressive, but a heat, you know, like a from the habanero. Yeah. And uh, I actually did enjoy that one. But I it, I don't know that I would have <laughs> right off the bat bought a six pack of that one because who knows, you know. <laughs> but there are some pretty interesting ones out there. Obi, what would you make yours? If you were making your own beer, what would you name yours? Or is Zombie Apocalypse Ale, which you would call yours? Because what was the one that made it really big for us? It's, ex- it's expensive. Um, Mother's Milk? Is that what yeah. it's called? Or, dra- that or, is it Dragon's, milk or dra- milk. Dragon's Milk. Dragon's Milk. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, that one's for... I guess it's not, it's not the most expensive beer. No. But it it's pricey for like a four-pack. It's like $22 for beers. <laughs> like, You're like, oh. I'm not at a bar right now. I'm not tipping anybody. Uh, <laughs> what's going yeah. on here? Oh, man. I'm, I'm, what do you think this is? A football game? Oh, my God. I can't even. With, oh, Jesus. Because, I mean, you don't have to say where you live if you don't want to. But, like, I, I'm in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's got a little bit bad everywhere. But there was a while there. You went to any sporting event, and it was for bottled water. They're like, that's eight fifty-five, And it's like, <laughs> we're surrounded by the Great Lakes. There is water we're, everywhere. Exactly. Where are we exporting? The, like, Where are we importing your water from right now? You guys can hook a yeah. hose up right there. <laughs> and, then you, and then you look at it, and it's like one of those Nestle bottles, and it says bottled in uh, oh. uh, Battle Creek or uh, Kalamazoo. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which we, in, it's been a been a battle out here where there was a lot of people were not happy about giving them access to that uh there was a, yep. there was a big to do about that a couple of years ago excuse me and i still think it probably long term is gonna not be great in some ways yeah. um ob says pretty sure everything has been taken at this point i don't know is the devil's taint out there yet I i'm mean, pretty I feel sure like you could have, there's no whale penis a whale penis with we we called it already. You cut the cheese. piece of string cheese in half to give a little, you know, little, little something to it. To it. <laughs> you let it hang over. Oh my god, dude! I feel like that's we're marketing that right there. You yep. can come out. You have your bottled water, and you can also market on the side. I also uh, I I create my own whale penis uh, or what, no whale, whale ale. Yeah, whale ale. Well, yeah, we don't, we don't, the penis is hidden. We don't tell them about that part. It just shows up. It's in really small print under ale. And somebody, it takes like a year and somebody's looking at it, drinking it. That's a penis. Oh my God. And then ignore like every reply about it. Yeah. Scrotum. Hobo scrotum. Oh man, yeah. I feel like I'm not. If I see that on the list, although I maybe would try it once, that's not my first choice. No, I don't walk into a place. I'm feeling on. I'm feeling insecure. I don't recognize any of the names of these drinks, and I see hobo scrotum. That's not my. That's not, I'll take the hobo scrotum. Uh, oh, we could. Oh, we could market everything. We could market to women too. So we could have cam- scented candles, and just go like super crazy with the names like uh, sticky porn theater. Sticky what? <laughs> Sticky 
that's the smell that that candle is. Our number one seller or buyer for that one for sure would be like college campuses, just in a frat house, like everywhere, (laughs) every level of the house. They got got the sticky, bro. Is it that sticky porn? You got the sticky porn lit up right now? That's the sticky porn. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, mine has a little crackling wick in it. Oh, Oh, they think of everything. God, for for the ladies, you'd have to you'd have to sell it as the. uh, as the the incense, right? Yes. That's that's how you'd have to market that, because mm-hmm. they like to go through and really wave it around at stuff. Listen, I'm not knocking the incense, guys. You settle down on that too. <laughs> I always feel bad. Like if I, I always if I joke about stuff, I like I tell people like I genuinely love almost everybody. Like when I poke fun at something, I don't mean it in a bad way with any of that stuff, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like if we step back and we look at it just a little bit, it's yep. a little funny. Always down to have some fun with stuff because I think everybody takes everything way too seriously all the time. So why yeah. not just take an hour or two out the day and just make fun of stuff on the weekends? Well, think about too, like if it, if it, uh, an entity is observing you in the room <laughs> and you're just like bad spirits, go away, and you're just like, but, but like it's doing nothing. So like from the perspective of the spirit, you're like you ain't doing nothing. I'm and still it's just here. There going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Daniel out. Howard. That's what we said. We got to go with the incense for the ladies. You know, that's the way to do it. Yeah, we just gotta. We'll call them like we'll have like a sort of feminine name. Ooh, it's gotta it's include like like pumpkin because uh, pumpkin anything, right? Yep. So we just gotta get something snazzy with a pumpkin on there, and uh, I don't know what it is at that point. <laughs> Somebody will buy it. We might have a huge lesbian, you know, following. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Huge. Sugar tits. Sugar tit pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) Titty pumpkins. That's what we'll call it. Titty pumpkins candles. And it just looks like a titty. So the the wick on the inside of the candle looks like a titty. And the wick is a little... (laughs) This titty pumpkin candles right there. Marketing it now, boy. You heard it on bottled water first. Nobody can steal that idea. You're not stealing our titty pumpkins. And you're not stealing... What was the other one? Uh, put a sticky porn. You can't sticky, steal sticky yep. porn. Sticky, sticky porn, porn or titty pumpkins. Titty pumpkins and whale penis. <laughs> whale ale. Whale ale. Yeah. Uh, God, or what do they call uh, it? What's the fancy word for phallus? Is that what it's called? Whale phallus. Whale what if you phallus. you could have a fancier version? It's two dollars more. Mm, you can add yes. the whale phallus. And all you do is you sprinkle a little salt in it. Oh my Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, yeah, this has definitely gone down a weird road. That's okay. <laughs> People came here about UFOs. You learnt, you learnt something today. You all right. Today. <laughs> oh, oh I love God. It. Well, we uh, we're over the oh yeah. Hour and a half. Look at that. I, think, I know it just disappears when you're having fun. That's true. Hey, everybody, make sure you follow Big Willie. And uh, UFO Garage. Now I can't say Willie right now without laughing. <laughs> we, have to, we have to market one drink like that too, I guess, right? Yeah, we do. It could be Bottled Big Willie. Oh, that is our yeah. that is our now energy drink. You want some Bottled and, and Big we Willie? Put asparagus in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, we're on fire right now. Yeah. This is... <laughs> I we love it so much. Fire. I am so glad it took us like four months to get this to happen because this oh, yeah, is so yeah. worth it. You should, you know, who you should get on here next, uh, mm. Sonny. 
Sonny has so many, like, if you get him just talking about, like, building in his garage and talking stuff like this, that yeah. guy has so many crazy ideas. I love him so much. It's hilarious. Awesome. All right. Uh, tell everybody again where they can find you. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, thank you very much for having me on today, obviously. Um, and so, yeah, you can check me out every Friday. I'm on the UFO Garage podcast, um, 10 p.m. Eastern to midnight there. Uh, you have a variety of guests we usually put up, and we open up the last hour to half hour to have people on if they want to come on and hang out with the guest. And then you can catch me on Space Out Radio every Saturday and Sunday, which I'll be doing tonight, actually, the after hours with Gemma Jade, Thin Lizzy Borden, John Hudson. Uh, I don't know what stories they're bringing just yet, but I'm going to bring the Giant of Kandar. I know we've all talked about it many, many times, but let's revisit it. And let's talk about it one more time. And those are the main places you can uh, hang out with me. So, awesome. Pretty much. All right. Well, I'm going to put you into the backstage. And that is the end of episode call nine. Yeah, we'll call it nine. That was fun. If you haven't done it, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the little bell notification. If you're listening to this on Spotify, whatever the hell Spotify does, like it or do something, whatever it does, or whatever. You're listening to this. Sun Rumble, probably tomorrow. Takes them a while to upload stuff. But with that, I'm going to try to end this broadcast without looking completely stupid. It's kind of hard. Let's see if I can do it.